0: This is The Doctor's Wife, episode number 76, Getting Along With Your Husband During a Shelter-in-Place Order. The Doctor's Wife is a podcast for women who have supported their husbands through a decade or more of medical training and are now ready to find more fulfillment in marriage, more fulfillment in motherhood, and more fulfillment in their personal goals. You are really good at taking care of everyone else. It's time to take care of you. Yes, you are a doctor's wife, but you are so much more than that. Hey, everybody. So the last few weeks, we've been talking a lot about um, uncertainty and how to deal with uncertainty and how to manage your emotions around not knowing what's going to come next and on uh, maybe your husband working a lot and being on the front lines of the pandemic. And this week, we are going to talk about kind of the Opposite, like I know a lot of you have your husband around a lot more because maybe he's in private practice and so his um practice has been temporarily closed or he's been kind of furloughed or he's a lot of what he does day to day has been deemed non essential. That's what's going on for my husband, he still does surgeries for what they consider critical or essential podiatry work for their patients, but anything non-essential has been cut out. And so he's had more time at home. And I know that that's the case for a lot of you. And so I want to talk about getting along with one another when you have more time together and when the routine has been switched up a bit. But before we go on to that, I got to give you a little inspiration station because that's kind of my MO. So I'm reading a book right now by Simon Sinek, and if you don't know who he is, he is has one of the most popular TED Talks ever, and it's called Start With Why, I believe. He's a motivational speaker and an author, and he the TED Talk, I highly recommend it, Start With Why. It talks all about um, kind of a lot of what I teach on here and having like reasons for why you do things and start instead of starting with what should we do, start with why are we doing it? And um, he's his books are often directed towards business leaders and leadership. And I think they apply so well to uh, motherhood and to running a home, as well as running a business, of course. So anyways, I'm reading this, his latest book called The Infinite Game. And he goes through the difference between finite games and infinite games. And he, he uses the example of like football is a finite game. At the end, there's a winner and there's a loser. Whereas we want to treat life and business and motherhood as an infinite game. And he starts off the book by saying, and I'm gonna paraphrase this, but he said, there was a fork in the road and one sign said victory and the other sign said fulfillment. And you had to decide if you wanted to be victorious or fulfilled. And that's was basically how he starts out talking about the difference between finite and infinite. And if you go for the finite game, you can be victorious and you can win. But if you go for the infinite game, you will be fulfilled and it never ends. It goes on forever. And it's just so applicable to our life. And so I highly recommend that book go check it out. The Infinite Game by Simon Sinek. But let's move on to talking about getting along with your husband during this time when you quite possibly have more time together. All right, I'm just going to give you three tools to help you strengthen your marriage during this time when you're maybe sheltering in place and social distancing and anytime really. But I think it's especially pertinent today because it's on a lot of people's minds. and I've heard clients say, you know, my husband's driving me crazy. We just can't do this. It's like our, our routine is totally different. And we're spending so much more time together and it's wreaking havoc on our marriage. So here's my first tool and tip. I want you to embrace the idea that life is 50% negative and 50% positive. Now, I have an entire podcast on this. But I'm going to reiterate it just a little bit here. This is what I mean by that. If half the time marriage is hard, nothing has gone wrong. I think so often we just get bamboozled into believing that life should always be rainbows and daisies. And if it's not, then there's something wrong with our life and there's something wrong with our marriage and there's something wrong with our husband. What if it were totally normal and fine to just be annoyed sometimes? What if it were nothing that needed to be fixed in your marriage? What if the fact that half the time marriage was a challenge meant that the other half of the time when it's not, it were that much sweeter and more enjoyable because It weren't always easy. It's like the challenge is what makes it fulfilling. Because here's the thing. When we think that we should be happy all the time in our marriage and we're not, we make ourselves so much more unhappy. But when we just believe, yeah, half the time like marriage is a challenge and sometimes we don't get along and we believe that that's just part of marriage and part of life, then Half the time that isn't so happy and isn't so fulfilling, and he's and we're annoyed with our husband, it's just makes it so much less annoying and less unhappy because it's like, yeah, this is just the part where we're not getting along so well, not a big deal. Marriage is 50 50, and of course, that's just a made up number, but I just Would offer to you that you try that on because we cause ourselves so much pain when we think we should be happy and we're not. And then we relieve so much pain when we believe that, yeah, some of the time we're just meant to be unhappy. That's just part of life. It makes the unhappiness less unhappy. And what happens is we don't feel this urgent desire to go to food to make us feel better or numb out on Netflix or social media. We're just willing to sit with the negative emotion because we know like this is just part of life versus like believing that there's something wrong with our life if we're feeling negative emotion. And this of course transfers over into other areas of our life like motherhood. If we think we should be enjoying motherhood all the time and we're not, that is really painful. Or if we think that our children should be enjoying childhood all the time and they're not, that is really painful. But if we can just embrace the fact that there's opposition in all things. And this is the opposing part of my life where I feel a little bit less than and where life is a little bit harder. It really can just ease the burden and the expectation and the idea that you should be happy all the time because the reality is none of us are and we're not meant to be happy all the time in this life. And when we can accept that and just accept that difficulty and challenge and annoyance and frustration are part of being human, we give ourselves so much grace. It makes those times that are challenging less challenging because we're not pushing up against them, believing they should be different than they are. So, number one, embrace the idea that life is 50 50, and that includes your marriage. Number two, take this time with your husband being home more often, and your children as well, to get to know yourself and your brain a little bit better. Most of us, I have discovered, are worried about the same things that we were worried about before the pandemic, before homeschool, before shelter in place. We're still annoyed by the same things that we were annoyed with before homeschool and before the pandemic and before shelter in place. It just brings those emotions to the surface more readily. It's like our high emotions are heightened and our low emotions feel lower. It's just a steeper roller coaster right now. When you find yourself thinking things about your husband, like he thinks I'm lazy or he thinks I don't do anything around here, or he doesn't appreciate everything that I do. You can get mad at him in your head and you can have an argument either out loud with him or just in your head about all the things that he's thinking negatively about you, or you can use it as an opportunity to understand yourself better. Because what we really wanna do here is separate what he said or done from what you think about what he said or done. And what I am finding often with my clients is that they make meaning out of a lot of the things that their husbands do, even when their husband hasn't said anything about it. They also make a lot of meaning out of things that their husbands say. We all do this as humans, but it's important to point out the difference between what our husband says or does and what we think about what he says or does. So if you're thinking, I know he thinks that I'm lazy. I know he thinks that I'm not getting enough done around here. What I'm really curious about is what you think. And is there a part of you, even just a small part of you that believes that, that believes that you're being a little bit lazy, or that believes that you aren't being as productive as you should, whatever it is. And that is what I really would want you to question, what am I believing about me? Honestly, what your husband thinks about you isn't any of your business and only says something about him. What I am really interested in is what you think about you, because that is totally within your control. So I'll give you an example of this. My husband was home all last week and I, as y'all know, I run a business from home. And so having the kids be homeschooling and then running a business at the same time, I've been trying to adjust to like, when am I homeschool mom? When am I regular mom? When am I working on my business? And I'm sure all, all of you can relate to this, right? Like, which hat am I wearing today or in this very hour? And I found myself thinking a lot. Ryan was taking over a lot of the duties of homeschooling so that I could put more energy into my business this last week when I was home. And I found myself thinking often, he thinks that I'm neglecting the kids. And when I sat down and really thought about it and wrote down what I was feeling, he never once said that to me. He never once said, could you pay a little bit more attention to our kids? Like I think that they need you. He just stepped in and was taking over for me. And it was my own brain coming up with those ideas. What was really true is that I was questioning whether or not I was had my priorities in the right place. It had nothing to do with him, but it's so easy for our brains to project what we're thinking about ourselves onto other people. And so when I was able to like notice that and just question it, then I could sit down and decide, okay, when I get to choose, when I give my attention to my business and when i give my attention to my kids as a teacher and when i give attention to my kids as their mother and it was so eye opening to me to recognize that and so i really like to watch those thoughts that pop into my head about when i think that ryan is thinking something about me and instead question what do i think about me this works wonders for your hu- with like thinking about this in regards to your husband But it is amazing work to do with anyone that you struggle with at all. Like your mother-in-law, it is a great exercise to write down everything that you think she's thinking about you if you struggle with that relationship. Or maybe it's a sister, or maybe it's someone in your ward, whoever it is, thinking about like just getting curious about what you think they're thinking about you can give you insight into your brain about what you are thinking about you. And so having Ryan Homer often has given me that opportunity to like get to know myself better and to get to know what's going on in my head better. And maybe you're thinking, well, my husband tells me, he like says, seriously, like you got your priorities wrong. Like you should really work on this. Even then, that is saying something about him and what he believes, and what he thinks your priorities should be. It's not saying anything about you. Otherwise, everybody would have the exact same opinion of you. It's just good to pay attention to that. And those things that he might say to you that you feel like strike a nerve and a chord, pay really close attention to those because they matter, and they will give you insight into what you think about you. So that's the second tool. Take this time and this opportunity to get to know yourself better. There is never, seriously, you guys, there's never been a better time to work on your mental and emotional health than right now when we are sheltering in place and we have a pandemic going on and we just have more opportunities. It seems to have us think about things in a different way and bring up emotions. And it's, it really, like I've just been trying to look at it as like, this is a gift and it doesn't mean that I don't want there to be a cure found and a vaccine created, but I do want to look back at this time and say, I took full advantage of it. I like I created a growth opportunity out of this time and it can be the same for you as well. You can want with all your heart for the world to find a solution to what's going on with the pandemic while still being extremely grateful and humbled and almost reverenced by this opportunity that you have to get to know yourself better and to get to know yourself spiritually better, to grow closer to God, to grow closer to your family, your children, and to grow closer to your husband. The third thing that I would recommend is to recognize that you can disagree with your husband without getting into a fight. There's a difference. So let's say that your husband watches the news and gets really worried about his health and his job and he always seems stressed out and you wish he wouldn't worry so much. You know, you just believe like everything's going to be okay. But you get into trouble when you believe that he needs to change so that you can feel better. You need him to stop worrying so much so that you can feel better and not worry about him worrying because that's you trying to change him. And sometimes that works. (laughs) It is my experience that most of the time when we try to change other people, it does not work. And it only makes us crazy. It's a lot harder to change someone else than it is to change the way you think about them. And maybe you're thinking, so I should just pretend to be worried because he's worried because sometimes he's even angry at me for not taking this seriously enough. And I love what Byron Katie says about this. She says, defense is the first act of war. And what I hear when, I, when she says that is there's no fight if you don't have to defend anything. He can be totally stressed out and he can even be mad that you're not as stressed out as he thinks that you should be. And you don't have to get upset about it. You can even say, I totally get it. It makes complete sense why you would be stressed right now. I'm not worried. But if you need to be worried, then that's totally fine. And he might be like, I can't believe that you're not worried. Like, that's so irresponsible. And legit, you guys, you can just say, maybe like you might be right about that. But for me, it works better for me to not be worried and for me to feel peace and calm about this situation. You can really approach it like that if you want and be genuine about it. He can be upset and you don't have to be. And it doesn't have to look like my life coach said that your thoughts create your feelings and that you're creating all of your misery and that you can be upset and I'm choosing not to be upset. (laughs) That is not what I am recommending. I am recommending actually genuinely feeling peace because of what you're thinking and believing that everything will be okay and he can be upset and you don't have to be. And then you don't have to feel the need to change him at all. And when you're feeling peace, the things that you say to him are going to feel peaceful. And whether they come across as peaceful to him or not is totally up to him. He might be completely annoyed with what you say, or he might choose to adopt what you're saying, what you're thinking and believe it himself and feel peace as well. But it doesn't have to come from a self-righteous place, because while that feels temporarily superior, it creates a lose-lose situation, which kind of goes back to the whole infinite versus finite game, right? You can choose to be right, or you can choose to be happy. And when you can just be okay with your husband feeling differently than you do and thinking differently than you do, and maybe even being wrong about you, maybe you don't win the argument, but you don't create a wedge in your marriage. And you get to keep your relationship and you get to have peace in your heart. So My third tool and tip is just to recognize that you can disagree without getting into a fight and it's totally possible and it's totally okay. So take this time to recognize that life is 50-50 and so if some of the time you're not feeling blissful in your marriage, that there's nothing wrong with that. Now I would say that if you're feeling 90% negative and 10% positive, then you should consider a life coach. You should consider talking to me because I can help you with that. I can help you in your marriage. That is my area of expertise. The second thing that you can do is to use this time to get to know yourself better. Like use the opportunities when you feel a lot of negative emotion to get curious about it and to try to understand yourself better. This is really an amazing opportunity for you to get to know yourself better, for you to get to know your spouse better and to understand more what's going on in your brain and how you can strengthen that relationship with him by what you choose to think about him. And really watch those thoughts when you think that he's judging you because they're almost always a reflection of you judging yourself. And the third thing is to recognize that it's okay to disagree and not get in a fight. Like that's totally a possibility. You guys, thanks for being here. I hope these tools were helpful if they were please 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 share them with someone that would benefit from them and if you want help with your marriage if you want to stop resenting your husband and his job and come out of the shadow of his career and really come off the back burner of your own life now is your time i love what sister jones said in conference a couple of weeks ago she said women it is your turn i just feel so strongly about that I would love to be your guide sign up for a free consultation call with me at sarahpain.com and I will get you started